What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Um, Paul here, just touching down. Uh, it's currently August 23rd, and uh, I just want to give a little update, just a little mindset, just a little what's going on. Um, as many of you know, my wife and I are have been self-employed for three years full-time, and we've owned, owned our Amway business for quite a while. We've had a lot of success over the years, but really haven't you know turned our focus into it and so what we're doing up here in Anchorage is um, basically getting up to speed with uh, with the activities needed to actually grow our Amway business um, you know getting it out of that hobby zone and then um, but while simultaneously you know maintaining and growing our pet care business um, it's obviously financing our whole, uh, you know, our pet care business is our main deal, and it's going very well, and it's also scalable as we add, you know, dog walkers and whatnot, but of course the risk is also added in, and so we're just going to keep probably that at a minimum for now, or just do as slowly as we can, and just have people on hand, really, to help out, to help cover shifts and whatnot. Um, I mentioned before we're going to Summit, which is the uh, the last quarterly conference <coughs> in LTD. Most Amway training systems have some sort of a conference, you know, every quarter. Basically, bring new people to so they can actually see what they're actually in, uh, looking at to see if they can make a quality decision if they want to, you know, stay involved or not, and obviously ultimately grow it to whatever you know point they want to. And uh, what I want to do in this podcast, so I had a, I had my a kind of a first week of really getting out there, and I really wasn't getting out there at all. I um, basically had a ton of conversations. I always meet people. I'm always talking to people. But I started feeling like I wasn't quite sure what I was trying to accomplish because, you now that's a lot of excuses I could say, really. It was just me not really, me being lazy, really. And not even not facing some fears. But also, guys, like the way I want to approach this business is is not how I used to think about it where you just gotta be all in hundred percent, nothing else matters, and I kind of felt myself slipping into that. You know, because I grew I, I I was a good IBO in this thing for quite a while where I went to meetings, I did my volume, but I wasn't I wasn't growing my business, I wasn't being an entrepreneur, and so when I got in this little pattern that I kind of felt like that. I was like, wait a minute, I'm growing this as a self-employed entrepreneur. Let's continue to approach this differently and freshly each and every day and really consider this smorgasbord of opportunity out there. Now, some things we've discovered, you know, of course, there's a lot of noise out there in business. You know, you whoever you're talking to, Guarantee they've probably been approached by another, you know, network marketing business. Most network marketing businesses besides Amway have a what's called a binary compensation model or a matrix. And what happens with the binary is you don't actually get you only can register two legs. You don't get paid on your first leg because that's that's part of your upline second leg and with some weirdo thing. And I'm not quite sure how a matrix works, but if those of you don't know, the Amway 
business model is what's called a unlimited stair step breakaway, which means you're not limited at all in the amount of people you can register in in width, you know, personally registering, or in depth. And then when people go platinum, they're technically breaking away from your group volume and become a platinum leg, and you get paid not what's now six percent on the life of that business as long as it's over platinum and you have a certain amount of side volume or whatever. So it's literally unique. And I think the biggest challenge that an Amway IBO is facing if they really want to do this, and by the way, guys, these are all my opinions. I've, I've grown this business to 2,500 PV, paying three PV checks. That's my best month, 600 bucks. That was for one month. I've gone 1,000 PV three or four times. Most of the time, it's below that. Right now, we're at 200 and something, and uh, we're well on our way to hitting 300 PV for the month, and that's kind of the goal. Um, but it's through customers, though. You know, We're not just going to go buy it. So um, you know, we've got a lot of good things going. My wife has um, been sampling, and we've been... Uh, you know, just kind of generally out there with our products. And so we know that that's going to produce something. But again, if we're not asking, deliberately asking people, you know, questions that discover their interest, then we're really not doing anything. And I'll be very honest with you guys, I haven't been doing much of that. Um, I kind of got done with that week of activity where I really kind of understood, you know, wow, you know, this is, I've got to get more confident in what I'm doing. And I tend to be a perfectionist, detailitis, and that doesn't help me at all. You really just need to go out there and do something. God blesses any sort of activity. He really does. Um, and i got to believe that, you know. But what's also I'm finding out, again, what I alluded to was, you know, people out there have seen a lot. And people out there are, you know, maybe part of a lot of different things. I met somebody recently at the gas station. Yeah, she started a conversation with us, my son and I. So we got done with that. I got done with the week of activity. The next week I was kind of retooling, and then we went. I took my son camping the weekend. This was uh, last weekend, and here we are now, uh, week three basically. And um, basically, I'm realizing that look, you know, we're going to have to touch base with a lot of different people, and I understand that. But I want to be able to do it in a systematic way where it, it doesn't require me, you know, wondering or thinking about how I'm going to, you know, because you're either doing two things. So number one, you don't want to get into a long, drawn-out conversation on the phone about what you do, right? I believe it's certainly okay to get on the phone and really do most of the work on the phone. Not really talking about what you do and how you do it. You know, you can talk about social commerce, entrepreneurship, mentorship. Those are really things that I'm just kind of keeping on my on my back pocket. Because um, I really figured out with me alone up here, I've got one other IBO who's cross-line, you know, and, and it's in my upline's business. And so I've really got to approach this, you know, like a true leader, but I'm also edifying my, you know, my sponsor and my upline because it's not about me. Because I have, I have no fruit on the tree except for our pet care deal, right? So I'm realizing, okay, you know, let's, let's roll up our sleeves and not lose heart and not worry about what we're saying or what we're doing. Let's just be honest. So it's either you're, it's either you're kind of, um, you're not being upfront with all the details only because people wouldn't understand it. I'll be honest with you. So 
On the left side of the cash flow quadrant, you've got the employee and self-employed. On the right side, you have big business and investments. On the left side, it's all earned income. On the right side, it's all asset-driven income. You know, 99% of people in, in America are very, very used to earned income. They're very the, the language and the communication regarding employment and self-employment is very clear and people can hang their hat on it. Now, what they can't hang their hat on is asset-driven income and how to go about it. And you can say a different series of things that can touch on it, but don't ever make the mistake of getting into details on the phone because ultimately... So my whole point of this intro, and that's what it is, is number one, figure out who you want in your business. I was just listening to a double diamond who talked about all he talked to were, were uh, basically college grad professionals. Because professionals paid a price, got a degree, and so they've, they've kind of done something. And I get that, and I think that's where I'm headed, guys, because I'm not trying to waste time showing the plan and, and just getting people involved so I can feel better and sponsoring people just to sponsor. You know, I want to, like, start businesses that take advantage of the Amway compensation plan that want to take advantage of the mentorship that LTD offers so they can go grow their business. And I'm going to help drive depth because my job is to sponsor people in depth down at least 10 deep so I can get that leg over 7,500 points, help somebody go platinum in that leg. So... I'm excited, guys, to get back on it. I kind of got off the horse for a second because I was this man just felt disoriented. So let's talk more about uh, what we're doing and how we're going to do it. Okay, here we are. Of course, the backdrop of most of my recordings are dog walks that I'm doing. So I want to kind of back up, and I'll be I want to be honest with everybody on this podcast. Um, again, this is to not to be considered any form of business support material. Do not listen to what I'm saying and how to do anything. Listen to your upline. Never listen, never learn how to build your business from crossline because your upline, number one, has your, your best interest in mind. But they also are going to know what you might need to be doing right now, not necessarily what I'm doing. So, walking a couple dogs here. And again, guys, my old my old self in this business was somebody that just kind of hoped I'd get over the hump. I almost did. Hey, come on, guys. I'm so sorry, everybody. You guys need to quit. Pulling. These are the worst. I'm sorry, guys. These are great pups, but they are constantly pulling against each other. Just ridiculously, where one's choking the other. Sorry that I have to bark at them a couple times, no pun intended. Come on, guys. And anyhow, so it was it was just kind of a negative. I ended up getting bitter, right? I took a break from this business. And I feel for people who've felt like that. One of the guys that's going emerald right now, who is uh, first platinum leg, just went over. His next two are going to be going over by the end of the month, and he'll be a new emerald. And he's helped six or three people go, three different teams go platinum, right? Um, you know, he was in this business for 20 years at about 1,500 uh, RPM, 1,500 uh, PV. So sometimes people who've been in this thing for a while end up sort of getting a, getting the back seat sometimes, either 
because you're lazy or, or weak at times is what it kind of sounds like from from maybe your upline or or what have you or maybe it's just in your head and no one else is really doing that at all they just hope you're gonna pull out of it and hope you can make it meanwhile you're thinking just man i'm just not worth it or i i there's no way or i think there's so much work blah 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 so and one thing I think I've confessed on this podcast is over the years of being kind of unplugged from the LTD system, which, yes, you could overdo overdo it if you're not putting, putting in, in an activity. If you're not doing anything and all you're doing is listen to the training, how to do this and this business, how to do that. If you're not listening to more success stories than training, you can get kind of bogged down. It's almost like you're eating bunch of protein shakes and a bunch of food but you're not working out you know so you got to kind of watch that and make sure you're listening to inspirational stuff but also balance it out with other things that you like to listen to and keeping in mind that the people that are going to be on your team now remember now I'm, I'm a person of faith and so what i'm training my mind to believe and accept is that you know my team's already out there it's already a done deal I just have to have the faith long enough and patience long enough in order to receive it because, guys, this, this business is, is super rewarding, so it's going to be tough. I mean, the type of rewards you can have in this business with time, money, friendships, and it's, and it's not just ongoing and you build it once and leave and you can be rich. It's, you have to maintain it. You have to have friendships, relationships, time. You know, this business is a business of servitude and and giving to people. You know, when somebody gets registered on your team, you're driving miles for them. You're taking your time away from your family to help them build their business. Yeah, there's some selfishness involved there, but if you think about it, that's a lot of time and money, a lot of energy, a lot of products that you might sample to you or give you gift you as audios you know so you can actually kind of learn so the uphill battle here is and i don't mean to say it like that because it's not it's not that bad but if you look at the amount of people that succeed versus the people that don't you know the vast majority of people are just not doing enough you know, like I'm, I'm forced to do a lot in my pet care business, mainly because we stuck it out long enough to actually be starting to get phone calls and people are seeking us out. But we still have to do traditional methods of advertising. And there's no reason you can't do that in this business as long as you're abiding by the, um, the rules of conduct. The problem is there's so much noise, you end up being better just to have a personal connection with somebody to start with. But... You know, I am considering setting up some sort of a uh, a way to maybe attract, you know, entrepreneurial sort of people that I could then phone interview and see if they might be a good fit. And I might, you know, 95% of them, 99% of them probably will be not interested. You know, I'm not going to say that and, like, jinx it or whatever, or, like, you know, wrong thoughts and words, but... So on the one hand, you got to have a high expectation, you know, of everybody 
you know, well, not even that, because it's not realistic. But just knowing that somebody's gonna, somebody wants to do this thing. <laughs> Striker. <laughs> He's tripped on his leash. <laughs> He's smiling again. Um, in fact, I gotta take some pictures of these guys for the owners. Um, they're doing good. They both have done a number two so far. Here we go. I'm across the street here. So anyhow, the the issue here is fitting this business's activity steps into your life, you know. And there's not a lot of people out in the world that just love to meet people you don't know, you know, or just strike up conversations or, you know, um, uh, you know, call people out of the blue, <laughs> whatever it is. If you think about it, it's not a big deal. But if you let it get in your head, it can be... Would you, Striker, you guys, walk together now. Come on. Like a, like battle bots. Battling for the... the uh, which way we're going. Um, so yeah, form it, setting these activity steps in your life so you can actually, you know... Be, have a chance at being consistent and persistent. And so I started using this tracker that my upline has called the WAR, which is Weekly Activity Register, which is a great way of just tracking your activity because ultimately, you guys, you really kind of need to know where you're at, what you're doing. And uh, Willow, come on. Striker, come on, buddy. I'm sorry to say this is my least favorite dog walk. They're just so uh, stubborn in the way they walk. They just they probably don't get walked enough. But we just do it once a week, so we'll get to see them that often. Anyhow, so success requires persistence and consistence. And I'm, I always kind of default to, well, let me just do a bunch at work get some results and then just work on that, you know. And I told myself early in this podcast, the man, you know, unless you unless you develop the habit of doing the activity, which in this business, there's only two things you, you do. Create volume through yourself or your customers. And then, of course, create volume through teams, which leads to breaking platinums. And then that's when you would actually earn a different form of income which is basically a leadership bonus. Willow. Jeepers. It's okay. Stay here. It's okay. Come on. Heal. Good girl. Heal. Good girl. Um, so, if you were to do one action step per day towards creating volume... Or creating a team. So in a week's time, your goal would be seven. Right? Guys, that's where I need to start. I started way too strong. I thought I was going to do like two quality interviews. Um, you know, in my week of action. But like I said, guys, just not going to go into detail about what happened. It just, your mindset... So Joe Markowitz said something, you know, the, 
confidence in your sponsoring is directly related to your belief level, you know? And I'm not going to say, man, I'm out here on my own and blah, 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 but there's no info session. There's no one to really associate with, so I've got to really do my bestest to keep my head right. And I really kind of let myself get in my head a little bit about what I was doing, what I was trying to accomplish, and I felt myself trying to go all in and like, well, if I can get this thing built fast enough, I don't really, we won't really need to build our pet care business. And I was just like, wait a minute, that's not even what we're trying to accomplish here. We want to build to build our Amway business as a complement to the income we're making in our pet care business because it is our own business. We own it, you know. And I'm proud that we have a business that, frankly, no one can take away from us. Unless we take away from ourselves through our, our bad customer service or something. Willow, come on. And, you know, I'm not going to be... It's kind of a negative thing to talk about, but it's kind of... you got to be honest with yourself. You know, if you got a diamond business and you break... I mean, seriously, you, sh- it shouldn't, you wouldn't deserve one. If you... If Amway took away your business, you wouldn't deserve to have a business. So it's really not, it's really a moot point. Because if you did something in your, if we did something that would take away our Amway business, you know, morally, ethically, whatever, something happened, that same destruction would probably happen to our regular business. But there's something to be said of something that you started from scratch, you know, and you're really, truly an entrepreneur. But that's all I'm going to say there because the ammo business is the only thing I've seen to jump into the B quadrant, which is create asset-driven income. It's the simplest way to do it. And if and if you don't understand it, I get it. But if you understand it and don't build it, then you have no right to complain ever again. I mean, I don't either. You know, this would be a long uphill deal to build out our pet care business to where we could actually be free. Which means we'd have a team of people that would work for us, and our, our revenue would be at a point where 30% of it, which is kind of the numbers in pet care, you know, you want to pay your labor 40%, uh, pay your business 30%, which means, you know, to run it, and then pay, your, pay the business owner 30%. So think about it. If we had a million dollar revenue, we'd be, we'd be sitting on 300, 300 grand, which isn't isn't bad. Come here, Will. It's okay. I notice people are parked next to me, so I'm not going to be as booming loud as I've been. Um, yep, school's in session. Kids are back in school up here, and seasons are starting to change. Anyhow, so just kind of ranting a little bit, guys. This helps me crystallize my thinking. Um, <coughs> and I've been noticing quite a few plays. You know, Willow. Oh my goodness, she's she's. I don't know what type of dog she is, but she is such a scaredy cat. She's like a. Uh, Trying to walk a cat. It's okay. Um, so I think I'll end this segment here. I'm just kind of going to the next thing because it's, it's been quite a while, me talking. But uh, I guess the main idea would be 
you know, learn how to fit these activity steps in your life in a natural, comfortable, not comfortable way, because it's not going to be comfortable, but in a way that fits, you know? So my thing is, if I don't do something early in the day, then I don't like looking forward to what I have to do, like, so I'm going to get it done earlier in the day. Here, let me tone it down here. Somebody's parking. I'll go ahead and end it here, guys. Stay tuned. Okay, so, guys, so what I'm getting at is, so, what I started to do on the marketplace is I started to kind of talk very vaguely about what we do, um, which the reason why people do that is so, for no reason, you know, you, for no reason more than just not really giving more details than somebody might even need. So, like, when somebody says, what do you do? Oh, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a banker. You know, you're like, oh, he works in the banking industry. Okay, cool. What do you do? I'm self-employed. Oh, really? How so? Well, my wife and I operate a pet care business here in town. And uh, we're getting ready to bring some people on as new dog walkers. See, I wouldn't, you wouldn't say that when you're just talking. But, you know, when you're exchanging, what do you do? My wife and I operate a pet care business here in town. We're self-employed, you know, and... and uh, we're also working in areas of social commerce and entrepreneurship. Um, part of a mentorship program that helps people learn how to develop asset-driven income. You know? And that I really like. Because if we talk about that enough, like I said, you're going to find people that are going to be looking for extra income. And that might pique their interest. But if somebody is, that's not the time for us is to really begin the interview process. Because number one, the precursor to all this is you, you know, there's some energy there. I hate to say it, guys. It's kind of like dating. You know, if you run around trying to force yourself on every, you know, hot, if I'm talking to the guys here, you know, hot girl out there, if you're single, it ain't going to work. You'll be weirdo. But if you dress nice, you look sharp, you get your confidence up, you're working out, you're taking care of your business, you know what I'm saying? You got a little purpose going in life, and you just run around and you just kind of pose to be chosen, as they say. And so what happens is the, the women that are interested in you kind of like let you know, like eye contact and, you know, they're kind of just around all the time or something like that, you know. Usually that's what they do when you're know, younger, uh, when we're all younger, you know, just hanging out and stuff. And, um, but it's kind of the same way, you know, if you're out there talking to people out in the marketplace, you know, you're waiting for the people, you're looking for the people that have good energy, that are kind of responding, you know, they're, they look sharp. And like I said, in the previous segment was Joe Markowitz built his business solely with professionals. I don't know. So I think I might want to start tailoring you know, what I'm doing out there towards professionals, you know, people that have college degrees, student loans, that they're wondering how they're going to pay off, you know, and just really figure out, you know, the best way to go about it. I'm going to come back here in a segment and talk about that.
All right, we're back on a dog walk here. It's the last dog walk of the day for me. And uh, this is one of the few 60-minute dog walks that we do. So this is an hour long. Clock starts ticking basically when I arrive. I'm entering the door, basically. And Zeke and I hit the trail. We basically walk a city block, you know, like a big major street-sized city block. Um, lately, because it's been warm and hot, we kind of, the last 15 minutes, we kind of like, like walk around a park and kind of sit down a little bit. He's a Siberian Husky, so he definitely can get a little warm. I don't know if you heard here in Alaska, where I'm at, by the way, I'm in Anchorage, Alaska, if I haven't said that lately. It's been so dry and unseasonably warm up here. It's, it's uh, not only have people enjoyed it, but unfortunately without the rain, there have been a lot of uh, wildfires. Wildfires that are literally wild and out of control. So people losing their homes and so, hoping that the rains come. But a little bit of background, I guess, here, what's the backdrop to what's going on. And so, we talked so my experiences before again. I felt like kind of like how I used to, like, how, like I was basically trying to talk to everybody, you know, because I know we can help some everybody with something in this business. And that's, that's true. But really, what is our target market? You know? So there's two areas of our business that we bring people into. It's being a client or a customer which buys products from you. You can charge them full retail. You can charge them your cost. Obviously, I recommend the full retail price. What happens there is you, not only you're using the products and you'll find people that, other people that love the products, you're making some money. And I say when you're making 100 bucks a month, so like so far, my wife and I have probably made 50 bucks, I guess. We'll see what we can do this month, basically, is what I was saying. Um, but when you have a bunch of customers helping you do 300 PV, I think easily you should make up at least a hundred bucks. So that's kind of the level we're at. And so what happens when you get involved with uh, upline that uh, really it's just a general generalized game plan. Um, my coach, John, I've talked to him. He's who he wants me to work through our original list. And the only issue is that they're not, you know, because, I, because I don't have any IBOs on my team, and they never did get a taproot going, which is not their fault, obviously. That's just quality in, quality out, really. The, the higher quality people that you're bringing into your business, the more, the higher quality people that are going to be basically coming out of them, so to speak. Remember, guys, this business is about putting a team of people together that want to get something done. You can have 25 IBOs on your team. And they're professional, that know how to do 300 PV circles. Everybody's making at least 100 bucks. You know? 
and people are making more. That's what I'm talking about. I got wrapped up in kind of the old mindset of just go, 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 and I just really didn't know where I was going yet. And yeah, you know, show show the plan, basically, share the idea. But if we're really talking about this QI philosophy, this quality invite, this quality interview with people that leads to a quality invite to see the plan, that old philosophy is summed up in that you don't want to just share this idea with people to see if they want to do it. It's turning around, looks like. Let me pull up to his destination. Pay attention to my surroundings here. So you don't want to share this idea with somebody. And if you're really sharing it properly, it'll take you at least 30 minutes to actually not only go through the preliminary, you know, because remember, you're building a base of knowledge into people that they don't have yet, which is a B-quadrant business. You know, this business is not just about making a few bucks, even though that's how they portray it so people can relate to it better, which I, I like that idea. Amway portrays it more as just a, not a side hustle, but, you know, something you can do on the side. And these guys are making seven-figure incomes I'm listening to. Seven-figure annual incomes from this business. So this business is no joke. So it's like what I'm trying to do is get this figured out so we can get, you know, kind of get that thing going. Because we, you know, you know, I believe we're going to succeed at whatever we do, but, you know, sooner than later, you know what I'm saying? So anyways, our target market, I was talking about before, um, Joe Markowitz, I'm listening to a really cool audio series, which I think the most, if I, if I get just got this one thing, it's worth the whole thing. Um, he's a double diamond. Um, and he's just in the mode and he's doing his thing. He's really good at teaching the steps to how to build this thing. He talks about, he looks for people that were professionals. That, you know, that could respect and, and appreciate something like this. Now, look, I was a mechanic. And not to say that if I was a professional college grad, I might have done this thing better. But maybe. Maybe I've always been pretty lazy in my life. I think that's the case. But also, it's, it's easy to be, when you're confused, you don't want to move fast, right? If you're lost, if you're running on a trail, you don't, you don't tend to move fast. But if you know where you're going... So again, and I'm going to have to end this soon. We're coming up to the, the major road we have to walk along for just a short period. Why don't I do that? And we'll come back with dialing in on what we're trying to accomplish. Let's step out of our old selves or out of our old life and approach this thing like, uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk would approach it. How would he put this thing together if he wanted to, you know? get it done you know I'm gonna turn it off here see you guys soon all right so just got off the road there it took about a couple minutes 
homeless looking sort of guy. Uh, talked to me when I was walking past him. Thought I was another person he saw up at the dog place, he said. So I'm not sure. But uh hope he's doing okay. But yeah, guys, so I always like to bring it back to pet care. Even though they're different businesses. Our target market in pet care. First of all, we have two different things we're dealing with, right? We're, not, we're dealing with clients who own pets that we care for. So it's, it's kind of two different things, right? So the client, we've learned, you know, not to be bad, at, you know, sounding bad at all, but some clients are needy. Some clients are a little bit um, entitled, maybe, or some clients demand, you know, this never happens to us, but you know, people first start, their clients are demanding lower prices. Like, I'm not going to pay this, you know, type of thing. And, you know, it's just whatever. They're not on time ever, you know. Because uh, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty major when we got dogs picking up and dropping off around our house. So, and we look for that. And, of course, the dog. So, the dog has to also qualify. So, it's more so the dog, of course. Um, so, in our Amway business, number one, to buy Amway products at full retail, you got to have a little bit of extra money. Meaning, if all you're worried about is buying, I'm talking about from a customer's point of view. If all you're worried about is buying uh, products at Walmart, you know, you know, you're, you're scrimping every single penny. I don't know. The, I mean, if you're getting vitamins, you might as well get Nutrilite because it's the greatest value. I mean, I think it's the greatest value anyway, really, if you think about it, especially delivered to your door. Every product that you can get in Amway delivered to your door. Especially if you have a little business going on the side, because it's the, the the products ended up being end up being free basically because of what they're paying you through the other volume that you've created, you know. So it works out, and, it's, and the products are awesome. But if you're talking to your friend, it doesn't have two nickels to rub together, and but there may not be your target market for target market for double X. And so I think I kind of became sort of like a lion when he looks at three legs of the stool or four and they get confused about what they're wanting to go after so they kind of get immobilized and that's kind of what I started doing last week because I, I was really performing Zeke Eki and he just ate something darn it he is so quick his owners know it too he's like a vacuum I gotta be on him like white on rice I saw what he got but I Right when I saw it, he saw it too. <laughs> He's closer. Um, anyhow, so really, I was kind of going after, you know, maybe pleasing my upline a little bit, making sure yeah, I'm back in the game and I'm accountable to them. And honestly, I don't know. I, don't, I just don't know if that's going to work the best for us. Because I'll be flat out honest with you. My sponsor has got, uh, well, he told me he's got 18 IBOs on his team. Basically, there's one new one in there that his son sponsored. And, uh, look, I'm not bashing that. I'm not against that. But when people get in this business, they get all lovey-dovey and family and loyal and all this stuff. That was loud. Sorry about that. There's a challenger rolling by. Super loud. 
Um, they get all lovey-dovey loyal, which I get it. You're loyal to your upline, but if you're not growing your business, what are you doing? You know, like, and it's easy to get trapped in that. Suddenly you find yourself spending money on a hobby because you're not doing enough really activity to get any results. So you just stay frustrated. You're half ticked off at the family business. You're half ticked off at your other ventures because you don't want to have to do them forever. And so you really got to find the positive. And I kind of had to circle back around and say, you know, I was just kind of in a, got caught in a little bit of an old, older, old rut. So what I'm going to do is I'm not good to my upline if, if I don't grow at all. Ooh, oh, I just found some copper <laughs> and a little, that's so funny. I find so much stuff. Um, I'll tell you about it later. I've been melting metals at home just for fun. I just found a copper winding from a motor, so it was kind of cool. Um, anyhow, so you get caught in the pleasing methods. You know, I want to fill out my war tracker, and I'm probably going to, uh, you know, maybe let my upline know. Like, look, I just want to get some results here. Uh, if I have once when, when I have some information to share, I will. But I was I just felt bad like calling out. I didn't do anything this week. You know, I get it. I get it. I just I know what I need to do. I just need to keep my mind focused on the right things so I can keep continuing to treat this thing like a business and not some weird, you know, recognition based thing that you never make any money from. You know, you gotta slap on. You gotta. Hand, you know, pat on the back for coming to the conferences. You know? There's this horse sauntering over. Hey, buddy. Getting fed. Hey, buddy. Sorry, kind of back on a somewhat of a intermediate road here. So anyways, I'm going on another little mini rant about, man, you got to keep yourself in the driver's seat in your business. This is not, this podcast is not really for new people, by the way. This podcast is for me, number one. I want to listen back to the earlier episodes, keep my mind fresh on what I'm trying to do. Because the more I get around the old team and all this other stuff, you know, it's this air of difficulty and you got to keep cracking at it. And it's true. But it's like, I want to basically trivialize the activity in this business through through thought and purpose, you know? Again, so let's, 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 let's wind it back a little bit. You have a host of products in your Amway business. We do. Um, the four major categories, I think, you know, four or whatever, in your home care, your health, your beauty your sports nutrition, right? Home care, you can throw the filters in there and stuff. Awesome products. So, I think it really does start with the name list because when you have a list, when you have somebody in front of you in mind, you can think about them. Think to yourself, hmm, I wonder if this person would, number one, do they have the ways and means of actually affording products? Do you like them? You know, do they like you? They're going to reach out to somebody that doesn't like you. 
you know. I'm gonna hold here. Oh, let's come out here. So, you know, and if you haven't talked to him in a while, you do the old, hey, look, man, the reason why I'm calling or the reason why I'm texting, you know, blah, blah, blah. But it starts with the name. Let's plan out your work and then work your plan flat out. There's people everywhere. There's people on LinkedIn. So, <clears throat> so I think a wise thing for me to do is to map out, to create a sheet, a worksheet, starting with six, I'm going to give myself a day off, I don't even care, six questions asked, it's one per day during the week, that's pretty good actually, I just heard that one of the people that just went 1500, has ramped his activity goal up to basically 10 questions a week, you know, 10 quality people that you've gotten to know enough, they're good prospects, and you can ask them the question. That's not, that's different than just asking everybody you talk to. And so, back to the customers, plan out, you know, who might be able to afford the products, and hey look, man, um, we started something on the side here, working with Amway products, we've used them for years, and we decided to offer them to our, you know, friends and family. Um, have you tried them before? You know, it just depends. I've got a lot of history with all my friends and family, but we're kind of going back through them. And so, like I said, after this, this is the third week of kind of being officially back in it, so to speak, but I don't know. I was talking to John every day, sponsor, and I'll be honest with you, it's just not, he's not really in the game. He's not a growing upline, and I hate to say that, but I don't really don't want to mix my mind with his right now. And I hate to say it, I'll give him the greatest respect in the world. I want to be the biggest leg he has, you know, as far as business team-wise. If I go diamond, it's the best way I can help him not, you know, be his, I don't know, not doing anything friends. So, my upline above that is basically they went executive diamond years ago. They're in the process of requalifying diamond. They've got a ton of business everywhere, all different systems different countries, and they've been financially free for, shoot, since 1988 or 87, I don't even know, I gotta, I gotta dial that in, so they've got fruit on the tree big time, but they're also, you know, like I said, they, there's nothing really going on, nothing really going on in Alaska on Jeff's team, a bunch of old people, old IBOs that are just using products probably. So I'm basically rolling up my sleeves, and I'm, you know, like I said, just kind of the way I was approaching it, probably not going to work. So we're going to retool, continue to go to work with our nameless, with our customers, and then let's talk about IBOs. Number one, I like the idea of the college graduate professionals. It, what it does, it gives you an idea of their resume. You know, or maybe they started and ran their own business for five years. That's equally as good. So looking at those two people, um, hard to wave at them, but it's mirror blocking. Trying to, you know, talking to those two people in a way that says, hey, man, look, I'm working with a friend of mine out of Dallas. Uh, we're doing some things in social commerce and entrepreneurship. And you seem sharp. I like your attitude. You know, can I ask you? 
Are you looking for a way to make a, a, a secondary source of income right now? Are you looking for a way to um, diversify your income? Uh, possibly set up something that's more asset driven. You know, something that can create a little bit of margin. And I want to be able to get, and I am, and I am confident and 100% focused in that and just saying, look, shit, you know, shit, introducing out, or putting out my hand. You know, if I see somebody that I kind of like, and I say, look, hey man, you know, I got to be the leader. I said, hey man, look, my name's Paul, I'm Carl. Hey look man, here's a card. You know, I'm working with a friend of mine out of the Dallas area, doing some things in social commerce, entrepreneurship, looking for people that really are serious about setting up a strong, you know, secondary source of income. And for me, diversifying and creating a little bit of margin as we grow our, our pet care business, you know, and just, why not? So, you know, and that, at that point, so you have to control enthusiasm and you're being bold. And again, you start out with six per week. And once you've just totally mastered that, like it is a sneeze. You crank it up. Maybe to 10. Or maybe just to two to, you know, 12, maybe. After you've totally mastered it. But guys, the point is just to stay consistent. Man, I sucked at it. I, I felt, I didn't even ask anybody a question. I talked, I met one guy at Costco. He was just a real friendly guy. I'm kind of remembering that, man, people who are, like I said earlier, it's almost like dating where you're kind of, you can kind of tell if this person is interested in you. And I'm not trying to be weird, but let's be honest. Every interaction we have is a relationship, co-worker relationship. It's obviously we're not talking about dating, but think of it in the same way, if you know how to think about dating correctly, which means, you know, you're waiting for to see signals um, preferably if you're a man in the women situation, you know, solid eye contact. That's a way of, it's a women's way of telling you she's interested and she's basically inviting you over at that point. So that's not the same thing with prospects in this business. You're not locking eyes with them because that's a very intimate, you know, romantic thing, but it's the, it's the friendliness. Hey man, great man. You know, and just like you kind of an instant, like a, you just met a friend. That's it. And people you don't necessarily connect with, if you want to be bold and say, look, man, I tell myself that I don't ever miss an opportunity to help impact somebody's life. I work with a friend of mine out of Dallas, some uh, things in social commerce and entrepreneurship, and we're looking for, for people that, with sort of your background, that have the, um, you know, the capacity for, and desire for business ownership, you know, let me ask you this, are you currently looking for a way to, to set up a strong secondary source of income or diversify uh, alongside, like kind of what my wife and I are doing? We're making good income with our pet care and it's growing, but we want to complement it with this business to create margin and to, and to create a pa more of a passive income, you know, boom. And that's just somebody you don't necessarily like. You know, and that's not really maybe the right thing to do. When you sponsor somebody, it's a relatively intimate thing as well. And what you're looking to do, is what my upline has taught me, and this is what I'm in the process of doing, you're looking to register at least one or two 
solid, you know, beginnings of new teams, because you don't want to think about it as people. You want to think about it as a team you're creating, because the hope there is to get a list of names of other quality people they know, so you can just give them the opportunity. Because look, guys, if somebody registers as an IBO and they sell uh, Amway products retail to customers and make 500 bucks, and they don't ever have to think about sponsoring or building a team or anything, and they're just making 500 bucks. Everybody's on Ditto Delivery, and their customers love it. They want more of it. They're telling uh, their friends. People are getting sponsored because they want to. You know what I'm saying? Think about it that way when we're calling people. Because um, it gives you the confidence. And you don't even have to think about, am I going to be able to get names out of them? You can just look at it like, man, we got an awesome way of approaching social commerce. We have mentorship available. Do you consider yourself entrepreneurial? Are you looking for any ways to develop a side business? Stuff like that, guys. And I'm going to continue down this path and just kind of stay in my lane and really just lock and load with something simple. And so next week, I am capable and I can do it. I can ask six different people that I have chosen and say, look, man, I like you. Boy, that a great attitude. I'm working with a friend of mine out of the Dallas area. He's expanding his business up here. And I'm in charge of basically doing a little bit of screening and selecting, doing some interviews, finding out people connect with what we're doing. We're doing some things in social commerce and entrepreneurship. We have mentorship available. And that's really what we're selecting people into is a, is a spot to be mentored. So guys, that's the mentality. And so what I want to do is shut my mouth. I want to be able to bring success stories to my upline. But honestly, I know when I'm not doing anything. And so... What was kind of getting me is like, man, I don't mind it if I take a little bit, to, but I don't feel very good like sending a big goose egg up to my, basically my sponsor and, and upline. And so I haven't really sent any messages up here recently, but it's one of those things, guys, is I'm not trying to please anybody. Ooh, it's nice. See everybody? There's people walking by. How's it going, guys? Where's he? Nice truck. School's just getting out, so we got lots of traffic going by here. Come on, Zeke. We're going to cross. Actually, we're going to go up a little more. Um, so, yeah, it's like... I'm trying to get in a groove of my own up here so I can basically build and lead a team. And if I sponsor somebody in Dallas, I'm, I'll be honest with you. I don't know if I want John working with him. And I'm not trying to be cocky or negative about my upline. But like I said, you know, you want them plugged into your growing upline. And Jeff's great too. I just I just don't know if, if one of them would be even be willing to work with somebody down there and maybe drive some depth because that'd be great. 
Because as an upline, guys, that's your main role. When you sponsor somebody, is build them a taproot, which means you're sponsoring them. Hopefully that, you know, you've got a few people to choose from, including them. And you're able to sponsor someone because out of the three or four you're working with, one of them has some names. So you get a, a layer in depth. And you're able to do the same thing, help that person sponsor three or four, five, six. And what you're doing is when you drive depth, you're building that organization's belief. But you're also you're building what's called a fire in the basement to where when you get to that person four, five, six in depth, you know, someone is leading you to somebody that wants to run with this thing with you. You know, um, you know, the leaders in this business have said that when you get 10 in depth, that leg is ready to go, you know, 7,500 or eventually platinum. So that's your role with everybody you sponsor that will let you. Meaning, if you sponsor 12 wide, you might only have three or four people that actually have some names and some that are like plugging in, like, hey, let's do this. The other people are in and out and a handful of them just are gone. And so I got to deal with that stuff too, guys. Everybody does. The emotional aspects of building this business can be hard to deal with because you get your hopes. It's just like dating. You can't get your hopes up with people too early. It's just like if a guy just falls in love with a girl. This is good stuff, by the way. If a guy falls in love with a girl too quickly... Then his heart gets broken because she's not the she dumps him or something. Well, IBOs in this business will do that to you. So we let them prove to us that there's somebody we should, you know, maybe come to depend on. And I'll be honest, I have not been that at all times for my upline. And there's a time where Cheryl and I just weren't going to conferences. We kind of oh, here's a fire that happened. Darn it. Yikes. I just literally looked over and there's a boarded up building that has caught, has caught, really caught fire. It's not all the way down, but I see the other side of it is pretty much burnt out. Crap. That sucks. Um, so, excuse me. My mentality has to remain um, positive confident and entrepreneurial because I'm not going to be able to I'm not going to say that like, I'll meet I'll meet 10 people every day if I wanted to um, you just, I just have to be confident when I'm trying to accomplish and before I really wasn't I felt like I was shrouding and hiding away and it's just like at some point I'm like yeah we have an Amway business on the side and it's like that to me is also another part to this where you're 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 talking at 30,000 feet with people because that's what you do normally. But when it cuts to the chase, I work in sales and marketing, and um, I distribute for, you know, and once you say that, it literally sounds like you're a basically product-driven sales business. There's nothing wrong with that. What you can say is we're working in the areas of social commerce and entrepreneurship, and when it boils down to it, you know, one of the brand's, uh, the main distributor that we work with is Amway. We're going to say, I'm a distributor for Amway. I work, I own a sales and marketing business. 
me and my wife and I own and operate a pet care business. We also run a marketing, a sales and marketing business online. Um, we distribute for Amway and, and about 50 other major retailers like Bass Pro and Home Depot and whatnot. Because it doesn't really matter what you say. That's the best the issue here. You want to be getting at who you're in business with and what they're looking for. And the person that's asking the questions, you know, again, we've heard this, is the one that's, you know, kind of in control of the of the convo. So it boils down to just being honest with people, looking in their eyes. Hey, look, man, I got an opportunity for you. Are you looking, are you looking for any opportunities right now? Just being willing to dialogue. I think a lot of us, including myself, we, we're wanting to just kind of flip it out there and bolt, bring it right back like it, it wasn't even there so we don't have to you know, talk about something we may not be comfortable talking about. But guys, let's be comfortable. When somebody wants to talk about pet care, I'm thrilled. I'm like, yeah, this is what we do. It's great and this and that. And if somebody wants to talk about our ammo business, I'd be like, look, we're technically we're independent contractors. We're licensed to um, sell um, everything that's offered through the Amway uh, business, you know, it's access business groups and AltaCore, including, you know, 50 to 100 retailers that you know, Home Depot and blah, blah, blah. And we also have the ability to take part in the sales and marketing compensation plan when we um, basically start other businesses. You know, at that point, guys, it's like you want to be sitting down with somebody and really you know, sharing, basically, with them. So at the end of the day, it's like social commerce and entrepreneurship. Um, what is social commerce? Well, it's a term that is used these days to that describes the way marketers are working with social communities to move to transition business online. You know, and that see that sort of stuff has to just kind of flow, because again, after you say that, you're gonna ask them a question like, "So let me ask you again: Is that have you always been more just curious about opportunity, or are you actually been looking for, you know, maybe a side business or something?" You want to get that honesty out of people, you know, like, "Yeah, I really haven't been looking for anything, but man, I want to make more money." And you know, it's like. That's when you have to decide, do I want to give this person a chance or not, really? It's like, well, look, man, I couldn't promise you anything. Um, honestly, we're looking for people that are actively, you know, checking out businesses to either purchase or buy. We have an opportunity to not, to, you know, need funding, you know. And that's the person we're looking for because they're serious about business ownership. You know, but like me, I really didn't know what I wanted. So I just wanted to learn more about this opportunity. And that's okay. But who I'm going to be spending my time with and who's going to be getting access to this mentorship are the people that are, you know, really doing something. I don't know. You get the idea, though. It's not like people that are just they're curious. They're like, I'd really like to know what's what more about it. I mean, maybe I could change and, and well I used to sell paper airplanes and I'll be honest so basically you want to kind of take it away a little bit and see what they do because if they're like oh that's fine you know pretty much there and that you're like this is not your 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 guy this is not your gal right but if they're like well no actually 
man, I'll be, I'll be really honest, man. I'm really thankful you offered me this. And, um, I really do think that if given the right circumstances, I actually would be interested in business ownership. The problem is, is I just never thought it was worth the risk. I never had the money. Boom. Let's say something you can work with. So this philosophy is about connecting with people. And keep in mind, it's just like dating. You know, guess what? When they're coming to conferences and taking action, getting their own results, you guys are going steady. <laughs> but before that, they're just uh, someone you're dating. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, I'm, I, I speak loosely with that. But Well, guys, i got to head back up this road here been talking for quite a while Let me pull this phone out see if it's actually still recording Let's see here so you pull up here come on Ziki um, I'm gonna end it there guys so that's kind of my reinterpretation and re-energize and re-engagement when we get to summit we're gonna be filled up with tons of belief I want to be prepared to continue on in and further engage in a weekly and daily uh, very small amount of activity each day. It doesn't take that much. It takes a lot if you wait 25 days in the month to do everything. But if you do one thing a day, you know, it's like this. Let's say you have 25 days you want to do one thing. Uh, let's see here. If you waited to the 25th day, it'd be a lot. But if you did one each day, it wouldn't be that big a deal. Hello. There's a garage, so let to take a look here. Over and out, team. All right, guys and gals, I'm back. Just uh, got done walking Zeke. Stopped by a garage sale that I saw. I picked up a couple of tools. Um, and heading over to pick up some other stuff that were being is being given to us. Thank you, Lord. Friend, a client, a pet care client of ours is moving, so they're giving us some stuff. Excuse me. Oh my goodness. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I wanted to talk about some success stories a little bit. Um, we've been able to sample some products to several, several, several of our church friends, as well as a, a client of ours. And as well as through our Facebook page that we started called Last Frontier Products on <laughs> Products. No, it's not name it that. <laughs> That's hilarious. And um, it's simply to share information. We're not soliciting any business on there. You're not allowed to. In an open environment, you have to be privately conduct, uh, you know, commerce and whatnot. They're trying not to. They're not. They don't want everybody to be spammed all the time. You know. 
And um, so, yeah, so, and then uh, someone on there asked about products. So we've got, we've got some things in the oven for customers, and then met a handful of people here recently that basically have added to the name list, which is just people I've met that I could call later. Uh, one guy that, that introduced himself to me, we found out later, after we took care of his dog, this is, I met him on Friday, filling up the vehicle for the trip, camping trip, and then um, he reached out Tuesday, looking for care, just evening care for his sweet little border collie, that uh, that next evening, so we kind of rushed, rushed to meet and greet in, and kind of helped him out, found out during the meet and greet, because he saw some Neutralite products, that he was already an IBO, and I was of course thinking, well, I'll call him one day. So, man, it just goes to show, guys, that people have seen, either been approached before or they've seen something before, and we might as well get used to basically helping people handle their own objections before they come up, you know, and being upfront with people and saying, have you ever heard of, have you ever looked at any direct selling businesses? Now, I'll be honest with you guys, if someone just completely shuts down the minute they hear direct selling, network marketing, um, Amway, if they just shut down and don't even dialogue with you and even reveal what their resistance is, they're not our guy or gal, right? So let's consider that being up front with people, but also having a strategy so it doesn't become either a, a mini conversation, which means you just basically talked and shared about some stuff. You never found out anything about them or if they're even looking, right? And you're like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll see you later. I'll see you next time, you know? Or oh, we'll, we'll connect up soon. You don't even get any information or whatever. So the point is, guys, is just being confident and direct with people about what you do and what you're, what you're trying to accomplish and really obviously convey that you're in the driver's seat as well as the fact that you may you might have a pretty cool opportunity, like maybe the opportunity of a lifetime for them. That's the air of confidence we have to have. So I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to kind of reload and re-engage. i got a busy weekend of pet care as well as getting the house ready for, uh, you know, the cooler weather. And uh, we're going to reapproach next week. I see some sort of a police siren thingy up here. Watch out for a second accident happen. Hopefully they're okay. And then I'm gonna take my beautiful wife out on a date tonight, so that should be fun. And uh, yeah, hope you guys have a great weekend. Talk to y'all later. God bless, Last Frontier team. Over and out.